Attention. If you stop this podcast recording at any time, you will die. I don't want to die. Do you want to live? Yeah. You have 24 hours to share this podcast with five people or you will die. I'm kidding. You won't die. You're just weak shit for not sharing. And the winner of the best motherfucking podcast goes to... Goes to... Black with no cream. What do you think? It's so fucking dumb and so fucking Ben Haggerty. I knew you would say that. And we are back with another Black with No Cream podcast. A new episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, aka Ben Reverse World. Um, I almost forgot my name. I'm here with David Malave. Say hi, Dave. Hey, guys. How are we doing? They probably said they're doing great. Thanks. I always Thanks, love in guys. YouTube videos when I watch a YouTube video and like, of course, like Peter McKinnon and all those people that they're just like, what's up, everybody? At the And I, I have a workout video that my brother gave me to do stretches that I watch and I do for like five minutes before every workout now. And the guy's always like, what's up, guys? All right, today we're going to get into this. Work. And I'm like, who? Why do you say what's up, guys? Like, yeah, why the fuck are people? Hey, man, good to see you again. <laughs> fuck. Um, today is a morning roast. Um, so Dave and I are playing a contest. The contest will be going live this month. We won't tell you anything else about it, but that should roll out here within the next few days. So we've been spending most of uh, the last couple of days figuring that out and uh, dialing in our sponsor for that and figuring out how this is going to be fun for everybody. So of course, fucking morning roast typical episode or uh, episode is not going to be that. Instead, we are going to do a little group chat. Me and Dave have done this before. Where do we do it? Where do we do it the last time? We did a couple, didn't we? We did one in a hotel. We did one outside in Europe or something. Yeah, we did one on IGTV in uh, in Germany. And then Germany. We did, we did one that was like where we didn't really talk about anything. <laughs> so let's just count it. Let's just hope this is the first one. This is this contest as the first one. Yeah, we would like this to become like a formatted thing. Um, we don't want to make it permanent yet because right now it's already so much work doing interviews and doing the morning roast on top of it. Recording a group chat would be pretty tough, but I think that we can get there eventually um, once we get moved into a space and all that shit. But uh, for now, this is going to be kind of the group chat. So what we did was we just like went through the Black Widow Cream Facebook group, the private Facebook group, and we looked at you know different questions people were talking about. Um, and Dave actually screenshotted one. Uh, it was from a while back, but I think it's a good good topic for us to talk on. But first, before we do that, uh, let's just say that you guys have been buying merch, and I really appreciate it. It's been cool to see where all this shit is shipping out to um, all over the fucking world, which is nuts. And I'm appreciative to have a fucking loyal little squad repping the, repping the gear. And if you have not checked out the new merch, it is available. Shop BWNC.com. Um, the hoodies, I think don't know how many are left it was a limited run but there's not that many left so you should snag one now if you want one um doyle just sent me the guy that runs the store he was also on the podcast earlier on um he sent me a screenshot of the the hoodies and they look nuts the the embroidered bwnc on the chest you see that shit oh yeah because i showed you the video yeah he sent it he, the dude that mary shot to me told me it was dope yeah i'm excited i think it's gonna be anyway ours are coming right now so i can't wait to get it and then we're gonna shoot some promo and shit with it but you should pick one up we got long sleeve we got short sleeves we got pink shirt we got hats we got a new mug which i also just saw the the final product of the mug and it looks fire as fuck so pick that shit up um anyway we're gonna try to keep this bitch under 10 minutes so do we start the 10 minutes now or do we does like does the intro count as the 10 minutes no let's start it after we set up the the question okay so the question is can you read it whatever the question was 
Okay, so this is a question that I screenshot because I thought it was a good posing of a topic that I feel like a lot of people kind of either think about or deal with. And it's uh, Hope Dennis posted it like back in November and said, open discussion. Do you guys think some creatives get most of their notoriety off who they shoot or off their work actually being dope? Hmm. 10 minutes starting now. What do you think? Um, I think it's a, I think it's a really good conversation because I think uh, a lot of the creators are, I mean, all of us naturally are shooting, are chasing to shoot famous people or people with notoriety. And I think we want that for, for because it gives us a stamp of who we create for, but mm-hmm. it also puts eyes on our work that we necessarily, that people wouldn't watch necessarily on our own. Right. Right. Which I think are all valid points, but I think it, what gets lost in the shuffle is um, a, a loss of focus on, is that the most important thing or is the most important thing like your style or your, your art or, or what you're creating or the pride in your work as like an artist versus chasing working with other people you right. know so i think that that's why it's a good conversation i think a lot of people deal with that because everyone wants to shoot for x y and z you know mm-hmm. and i think that it's it's funny because it's like there's so many photographers or videographers or whatever that create shit for people or they create and they're not very talented right they're not talented but they explode on the internet and they get all these fucking views and likes and all the shit that you could ever want and they become verified and they have you know, dumb followers and get all these brand deals and shit. And all they're, you know, all they do is they happen to be at the right place at the right time or whatever, or they, and they just snap off quick little fu- shit, shitty shots, you know what I mean? Or, or whatever. I'm just, I guess I'm referencing people that always like in clubs with like rappers and shit and they get right. like these, they get the, they get the, like the, the contacts film, like, you know, flash shot yeah. and their, their profiles filled with them. And like, you know, that's supposed and then their Instagram becomes like, oh, look, all these people I'm around. But right. it doesn't necessarily mean who they work with. You but know, respect so. to the people that can be around all those people and photo and like, let's just talk about photography, but to photograph those people, I respect to the people that can get real portraits of them. Like they may be in an environment. Yeah, cool, whatever. I, I've shot a million people like where I'm in and some like insane event and there's just mad people. I'm like, oh shit, I just got a shot of this person or this person. Like, that's cool. But the, I think the true part where if that's your life, if you happen to be around that, say you're on tour with a rapper, right? Specifically. And you're always in the mix with other people, other rappers, whatever. Yeah. You can just take pictures of them doing like the raw BTS style shit, which is an art. I think respect to that. You can go get portraits or whatever and try to like design a look and create like a feel for your shit. But I feel like the stuff where it's like, if your work is just constantly, you just like flashing off shots of like someone at a bottle service or whatever, or, like performing at a show and you just happen to see them pop up. It's like, that's, you just it, you're just firing and hoping for the best, and then posting whatever you get. And sometimes people are posting this shit, and it's dirty as fuck. Like the image is or, not or it's soft. It's not even focused. Yeah, it's I out think of focus. I think it's all about like at the end of the day, like yeah, your por- I think portraits are sick. I love portraits. Like you know, you see the, some of the dopest portrait photographers that they're always around these people, and they're getting the illest photos. But I think it's all about capturing. Like you still gotta just because it's a person in the photo doesn't mean it's good. That's just because you shot a photo of that person doesn't mean anything more than someone who shot a really dope portrait of someone that, that no one knows, you know? Mm. I think it's all about capturing the moment. Like right, right. if you if you're next to, you know, P. Diddy or whoever and you you know and you capture a moment of him that like no one else has that's like you capture that emotion you capture that that moment that no one else got to see, not to see and then that photo you get to you get to hold that and that represents a moment then that means something. That's right. like that's something that's like that's art versus like 
hey, can you stand here? Boom. And that photo might actually be dope. Maybe sometimes you get the ill photos by just being like, hey, like even I did a music video shoot, like, hey, can y'all can y'all stand here? And you just get them together. Right. And you can capture that, but you're still not, it's still not the same as like pulling up with a camera in their face. Yeah. It's this like is a directing. whole different conversation. But yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. But I think that's part of it because it's like, yeah. it's, there's a difference that, and that's part of the art is being able to be in the mix, making the people that you're around feel comfortable enough to allow you to be around them and capture them in their like element, right? To be able to be by, be by Diddy or whatever and just happen to capture him doing this and that or whatever. It's right. like, you have to, he has to feel cool with you being there. Otherwise, they'll just tell you put your camera away. And I've been around a million artists. I tell people to when they pull out their camera, put that shit away. Like they don't res- they don't want you to. But I'm sitting there with my camera out. There's a reason why. It's because it's part of my craft. It's part yeah, of being able to create. Con- it's, it's also not push taking shit and just putting it out. Like I'm finding ways to put out the stuff that I know would be approved, or I've gotten it approved, or I've delivered it to them first before I ever share. It. Like there's ways to build this trust factor, I guess, with these people. You know, I think that was definitely a skill um, that you have, obviously, because of how many people you worked with. But I tried to learn from you which is like um and, and everyone should and everyone kind of has that comfortability but you know it's not about just having your camera all the time and putting your camera up you got to know when to put it down you got to mm-hmm. know when there's a moment that shouldn't be touched like and when you're able to like understand those boundaries and, and kind of feel out an artist and fill out the space then then you will gain that trust with the artist and you will be able to have more access or you will be right. able to get even a more truer a truer moment out of them because they're not going to feel like you're paparazzi. They feel like you're just a part of the space. So it's right. like, that's definitely a skill and something that's valuable. Um, and that even will get you better photos of these artists or these celebrities or whoever you're shooting. Um, do you remember that? For sto- sure. Do you remember, um, was it Tupac's like, how many years has he been dead? There was like an anniversary or something recently and I remember a photographer popped up like an interview with this photographer and he was a photographer to get the last photo of Tupac that was alive, right? And his story was crazy because he had photographed him before or something. I'm, I'm probably fucking this story up. I, I have a terrible brain. But somehow he had, had seen him before or worked around him or whatever where Pac knew him. And they're in Vegas and when they left the casino and they took off driving, he saw Pac um, walking out saw him was like oh shit let me go get my camera and try to get a shot of him and so i think they pulled out of the car and either he was in his car or he walked up to to park and was like yo and he looked over and he threw up like the deuces and he got the shot of him right and he knew it was like a comfortable thing like i've been around you i can go get you the shot and the dude like recognized him and gave him a pose because he felt comfortable whereas if paparazzi came up to him like tupac 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 he, they probably wouldn't have gotten this image of him right definitely and then that's like the last photo that ever came out and was through this guy and whatever relationship he had claimed but also knowing when to go get like oh you know what like i know i'll get a shot of him i know i'll get a cool shot of him and he'll give it to me and i know that right that's and, that, the and that opportunity probably happened because there there were moments in the past where he didn't run up and get a shot yeah, exactly. of him. He didn't run up and like invade that space. So this guy's like, oh yeah, I know that guy. He's been around. Right, right, like he's not offended because these people have cameras in their face all the time. So Absolutely. it's like, you can't just pull up with a camera. But anyways, yeah, that's right. a great conversation. But I think that started with the fact that um, uh, it's more than just having that face. Like, oh cool, you know, you got a recap video of this person or oh cool, you shot this person, you know because that's not what we're chasing. And the thing I reason why I like this question the most is because I heard a podcast from this uh that interview with this guy named Rio. Rio. Um Rio is like one of the like super dope um like motion graphics, VFX fucking VFX director artist, so worked dope. with a bunch of um he's worked with everyone. You got to yeah. listen to his podcast. We'll we'll, we'll try to find the link and yeah. put it in uh the description. Um, but he talked about how you know he's worked with he's worked with like Mike Carson and Travis Scott. He's worked with Jay-Z, he's worked with Beyoncé, obviously. He's worked with Nike all this stuff and he was talking about how um like he spent so much of his career putting value in other people's names. And so 
putting value in someone else's name is, is when you place your value on the, who you've worked with on someone else. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, so like if you think you're only dope, like you don't think you're cool or a a good creator because you haven't worked with fucking whoever. Right. Right. And you, you, and once you, you feel like you'll be worth it once you get to shoot these people. Right. And he was talking about flipping that completely and talking about how like you should invest in your name. So like the whole goal should be that, uh, people come to you because they want to work with your work. Right. Right. And so like, how do you build that? It's by not worrying so much, not focusing much on who you're shooting is focusing on putting your stamp on who you're shooting. Mm -hmm. So like, just because you're, you know what I'm saying? You you shoot like a small, you're really creating for a small, you know, a model or a band, whoever, but like you're putting, you're focusing on your art and your stamp on that person Mm -hmm. and you're building your style and your portfolio based on, what you think is dope, then the the whole goal is when you invest in your name like that, then you will start to assimilate near these people that you want to shoot because there people start coming to you for your work. Right. And I think that 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 was a really dope. Um, I really love that point. And I, when I saw this question, I thought that that was something that I wanted to talk about. Either I wanted to write about it, or now we're talking about it. We but, can still write about it. Um, but yeah, I agree. And it's also at the same time you can also there's a way to do a parallel because like obviously I think that as you know, you try to climb your ladder of success. Having worked with these people will help you do that. And you just asked me, I was just talking to Cal Scrooby on the phone. You're like, oh, you know Cal since like working with Riveting back in the day. And I was like, yeah, I've known him since then. I was like, I got, got him to be my friend because I shot a video of him on the roof with my drone. And so what I did was I literally made my, at the time I was doing drone selfies and no one else was doing them back then. And I did it and that hooked him into being my friend. I still do that. Like we literally did that in Africa, I think mm-hmm. with B&J. Like I, I still do that shit. So that became part of my style. There was a way that I did it. So I was able to not only use my style, something that I felt comfortable creating enough that I could go and approach him and say, yo, trust me on this because you'll like it and it will work for you or whatever. It'll look good. And he did. And so like I've developed little habits like that that have helped me along the way. So I've been able to like utilize those skill sets to grow in parallel with like learning myself and how I can create my art. You know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. But I think the coolest thing in, in you, you know, uh, like you've always taken your... um like you've taken your style and you just you're, you're true to yourself always. Like even you know, you you took it and you took it with Q and that became a thing. And then mm-hmm. now you went to B and B had never historically had content like we created, um, and somehow we ended up in a place where, where like you didn't we didn't have to conform to, right? What was created before us? Mm-hmm. You know, we got to like like you 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 your stuff was your stuff and my stuff was my stuff. But right. you brought your style that they had never never been seen before like right. they never used that and they never historically even liked that stuff right but you brought the speed ramps you bought that like epic motion you brought all this like wide epicness that she thought was really dope yeah that she had never seen before and like that was because you and so now it's like they want that type of stuff but they didn't want it until you showed it to them so yeah, exactly like, i think that um obviously you know being true to yourself and and uh the whole i guess the whole point of this is like um just make, just be focusing on whoever you're shooting or whatever you're shooting, whatever you're doing. Like that should be the, like you can have the dopest video of someone that no one's ever known. Right. Right. And someone can have a, a recap video of a fucking rapper show and it could, and people can watch more people could watch that video because they're like, Oh, that's a uh, rich, the kid or whoever. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, he, I got a photo pass and I shot this. Mm-hmm. It's rich, the kid. Cool. It's on my profile. Like that, that little boost you'll get from that is cool. But like at the end of the day, 
it starts being apparent that you know these are just whatever videos versus man this guy this guy only has a thousand followers or whatever but he, his videos are cr- like i've i've followed a bunch of people who have small amount of followers but their videos are dope hell yeah i don't even need to know who's in them right because it, i could tell this kid is like this kid has a sauce and he's like he or she is like putting you know their stuff into whoever they're creating and then artists see that stuff you know right and that's how i feel like you build stuff because when an artist when you reach out to artists or, or opportunity comes your way and they see your work and they see like, yo, this guy has like a real, this guy or girl has like a real style. And like, I can really see this is like, I'm not seeing this other places. And it's not just faces. It's like, then I, then, then you can get opportunities or you never know, like the one time you do and you create something really dope that that artist has never seen. That's all those that are open way bigger than they will just because, oh, look, I've shot this and this person. Right. So I think that when we're asking this question, like, uh, do people get notoriety before they shoot? Yes. People get notoriety off who they shoot for sure. So like, if there's a profile that always has famous people posted on it, <clears throat> those people are definitely gonna get followers just the way it works because right. their photos are gonna go wide. But I think that uh, the people that really go far and actually make it, actually get these big opportunities, are the people who whose work are actually dope. Because at the end of the day, you gotta think about it. Like you could have fifteen thousand followers, sixteen thousand, twenty thousand, whatever, because you've posted all these dope stuff. But those people will get opportunities based off the people they shoot for sure. Mm-hmm. Just the based off followers and like the notoriety will get them. But you still got, when you get those opportunities, those may get you the opportunities, but you still got to, you still got to kill it. When right. You get exactly. There. And if you fuck up, then no one cares. Yeah. And it's over. Yep. I think. Versus like the practice of, of putting it into everything you, you have every time, you know? So. When you were talking about followers, I was thinking about, um, and we're way over 10 minutes, uh, how some of the best artists, like you said, you follow that don't have a, have like a massive following and shit. And I was talking about this earlier with someone, they were like, Oh, this person doesn't even have this many followers. And I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't matter. I mean, look at, and I just pulled up Dave Myers, the director's, um, Instagram. The dude has 77,000 followers verified, which is dope, but 77,000 followers. He's done every video since the nineties. Like this motherfucker is one of the illest directors on earth. And playing off that is like he makes the illest content but he's not getting follows whereas someone like gibson or adam DeGross and all these people that are killing it in their own lane they have th- thousands thousands of fucking people following their shit Hell yeah but and those and those are actually the dope people they are they're dude i'm telling like there are people out here with that many followers 70 77,000 who actually they aren't in they aren't in out here like like dave is no. of course like yeah. they aren't they aren't actually doing the shit that right. everyone dreams of doing and so which is to say like that's a irrelevant like it sucks because to be honest like there are people out here with fake followers there are people out here just posting a bunch of shit getting pictures to get followers but at the end of the day like that's not the true um standard of what no it's being dope what what being dope isn't having a bunch of famous people on your profile being dope isn't having you know this many followers being dope is go scrolling through someone's shit their profile in their their portfolio and really seeing like damn this put like it's being inspired by the work thinking that Man, this guy's really ha- this guy really has their their style. This creating person- your own demand for yourself. Yeah, creating your own demand where someone comes to your profile and like, I want that. Mm-hmm. I want to hire Ben because Ben, like, no one makes what Ben makes like Ben. You what know? was cool no was one makes, like uh, we did. I was with Dave for a free and dry shoot um, with this Chinese artist named Kun. I think K U N. That's how they pronounce it. And Dave, he, My- Dave Myers. By Dave way. Myers and. Um, and he was doing some video, whatever there. It was like all green screen. I think it's out now. So you can find it somewhere. Um, but it was all green screen. And I was just bored. And I had my dad cam. And I was on this dude's shoes because he had these really wild shoes from 
from wardrobe and I like zoomed out. But as I zoomed out, I was, I was in like a squat position and I'd stand up at the same time. So it made this really like weird like dolly zoom type stuff. Yeah. It was like really weird. Like it was like a crane zoom, but it was strange and I was far away. So it looked kind of wild and I was playing it. And then Dave saw it like looking over my shoulder and he's like, Oh, who, who made that? And then I was that like, was Oh, I dad, made that. Dad came? That was with my dad came. He's like, how'd you make that? And I was like, oh, I just did this and this. He's like, oh, I'm asking because we did something very similar to that in my Travis Scott video, Sicko Mode with Drake. And I was like, no, I know. That shit was dope. Like, Yeah, when they're in front of the cars and, sh- and th- the they're getting bigger thing. and zooming. Yeah, yeah. and then he t- broke it down how, how they did all that shit and told me everything about it. And it was crazy, but it was cool having him recognize me doing something that I'm like, okay, it's kind of trippy and off the wall fun, but this is the type of shit I make all the time. And then he just happened to see it and it took me two seconds to make the thing and he was blown away by it, which was cool. So it was like him seeing that versus like, maybe he would have never looked at my Instagram or maybe whatever, like, but there's always a way for someone to find you for your value and find you and see your work and notice that you're talented through whatever it may be. They'll just see it through all of your work. Every piece of uh, work that you put out should resonate with like somehow with you, you should feel good about it. Like there's so much shit I put out that I hate, but I, I, I hate it because I can always be better and that's good but it's not that it's bad. I just, I've always have that challenge with myself, but I think that if you're just putting out shit just to put shit out, but you're not really proud of it, then you're fucking yourself. You know what 100%. I mean? But all right, that's, so let's see, what did we do? We did 16, we did 17 minutes. Dave. That's good. So maybe we'll call it a 17 minute. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what we're saying, what are we saying? Let's wrap it. Let's, let's, let's wrap get, it that, up. get that point. Uh, that point, in. the point that I was trying to make basically is, um, just don't get wrapped up. Like, you know, I see people. You see people in the group, like you know, the person that shoots X artist gets, you know, is gonna get the most. Obviously, gonna get the most interaction because that's just how the fuck the world works. Mm-hmm. But just be focused on what you're creating. Like, what is your stamp that you're putting on these people that you're working with, big or small? Yep. And make sure that's like you're focusing on that. Make sure your name is something that when you know when you sign your name on something or people come in come to, come to you, they're gonna know what they're getting in that. And I think when you focus on that, then you will get to the point where you're shooting, you know, big artists. Mm-hmm. And then when you get those opportunities, you're going to be able to put something, a spin on something that, you know, someone else could have done. Totally. So I guess maybe that's what I, that's what I was trying to say. No, I'm with what that. you trying to say? I feel like, well, I don't know, I always said what I was trying to say throughout this whole shit. That's all you guys get. Uh, the rest of us will be on our Patreon page. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the way that we get more, more uh, incentives on patreon we, we've been talking about trying to find ways to make our patreon page like uh mean more to everyone or have more value so if anyone has any ideas comment below we've been kind of reworking it and we're gonna re-up to up the tiers soon but uh stay on the lookout for the contest man the contest is about to be fucking nuts specifically for our video people but i also believe that anyone can participate in this challenge that has a phone um it's yeah it's gonna be cool we'll, we'll we're gonna make a video about it tonight for the announcement so be on the lookout um shop bwc.com if you want to pick up some of the new merch pick up pre- the hoodies yeah pick up the hoodies fuck um, and yeah the mugs are gonna be tight i, can't I mean everything's tight on this, this store and it feels so nice this, the shit is so soft the, the my favorite is the creator so uh, like if y'all if y'all pick that up we made it we made it so that um you know we could rep black with no cream on set and out shooting and feel proud about it mm-hmm. so and you, you should know, be wearing all you, black anyway yeah, when you're, if you're on set. Exactly. But if you're wearing it and you feel proud, proud to be a creator, create something dope. Send us a picture. Send us a video. Um, like our boy Dakota did today. Yeah, I posted the, the it on homie my, with the with the hoodie today. That, was, that video was crazy. Um, yeah, and that's it. Uh, how you want to end it? Dave? Um, 
Motherfucker spaced out. Great. I'm thinking about how we have to make a video now. That's it. All right. Now we're going to make another video and then we're going to call it a night because it's been a long fucking day. All right. Peace out, y'all. Goodbye.